Welcome to the Data Scientist Podcast with Dr. Stylianos Kabakis. Dr. Kabakis is a data scientist, statistician, and blockchain expert with a mission to educate the public about the wonderful capabilities of technologies like AI, data science, and DLTs. These technologies have the potential to transform the world, the economy, and our lives. However, there is too much misinformation around tech, and so most people are just confused about what is true and what is not. Whether you are a CEO, an entrepreneur, or just an enthusiast, the Data Scientist Podcast helps you separate reality from hype. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Data Scientist Podcast. I'm here today with Yasir Kayam, who is a project manager consultant, and he's also a founder of a company in the blockchain space. Welcome, Yasir. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for being here. So we're going to have a very interesting conversation around blockchain and AI. Yasir, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Hi, everyone. First time on a podcast and, and a great, what a great podcast space to, you know, break your virginity, podcast virginity on. Yeah, so my name is Yasir and I've been in blockchain space for a couple of three years. I did my blockchain strategy program with, at Oxford and some good education material over there and met some great, wonderful, clever people. And that was the start of my blockchain journey. And ever since I've been researching into the technical side of things, keeping up with the, you know, the technology that's advanced so much from, you know, where it was a few years ago. And I decided that, you know, I can leverage that technology on a real life scenario that was close to me, close to us as co-founders and we launched a product around that. So yeah, and it's called Quitrust. So that's, that's about me in a nutshell. Great. So, as you know, the blockchain is also a passion of mine. I'm mostly active in the area of tokenomics, but also a few other things like consensus algorithms. Usually, the more algorithmic stuff. And when I'm when I'm talking about blockchain with other people, one of the things I like to ask them is, what do you actually find interesting about blockchain? You know, for some people, it's because they think they're going to become Bitcoin millionaires. And maybe some people actually did. For other people, it's they like the whole decentralized aspect. Some other people might, might just be you know, math nerds and they just uh, like cryptography. So what's in it for you? Okay, so that's a really good question because when I initially started in the in the blockchain space, it was to become a blockchain millionaire. So unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, that didn't happen. And, uh, <laughs> just, just like the 90% of people, unfortunately, that didn't happen. So I sort of started looking into technology and, you know, started, you know, understanding a little bit what blockchain can or can't do, what it's capable of. For me, it's pretty simple. Blockchain is an immutable, immutable database, right? And mm-hmm. and and that's to me, that's that's blockchain, right? People can transact on it. There is there is no from a transparency point of view, it's brilliant. You can share information on it with with people without with, with the knowledge that it cannot be tampered with. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's exactly what we did. That's exactly what we're doing with QuickTrust. We are leveraging the fact that once a document is signed for and recorded onto the blockchain, you can share it with people, with external people outside, right? And it can't be tampered with. And there's, there's a proof there within, within the blockchain that, you know, when it was uploaded, how it was uploaded. We've done some clever things around it for people to give them a good visual, sort of a visual aspect. So all for, to look at the, look at documents and then the data is all correct and kosher. Like we have a traffic light system, we have, you know, record, record IP, date and time met so that people have a certificate for each of the documents. So that's, for me, that, that, is, that is blockchain, you know, and, and the use case of blockchain. 
Yeah, thank you. I think that's a very good overview. And hopefully now you should be able to hear me more clearly because while you were talking, I switched microphones. <laughs> Those who are actually seeing the video might find this a bit funny. But essentially what you're describing, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you think that one of the most exciting aspects of blockchain is that it makes it easier to go through a due diligence process or to audit a trail of documents or events or facts or, or whatever. Is this correct? That is exactly, I think I think those are the exact words, I think. Are you by any chance on my website? No, actually, I was Because that's, the, that's exactly how we described it on our website, that it's a, a new generation due diligence platform. <laughs> okay. and, and, and that's exactly what it is for, for us, you know. I mean, a blockchain can be used in multiple ways. We've seen cryptocurrency is one of the applications of it. NFT, which is the buzzword, is another application of it. I was speaking to a project, you know, recently, and they are AI-based project and really, really brilliant guys working in the, you know, in the trucking sector. And mm -hmm. they want to leverage the security feature of, of blockchain yeah. with, with AI. So, you know, there is a tech to be built on. How you see it, how you see it fit, how you want to leverage the technology is open for, for people to, to come and, you know, leverage that technology. And that's the beauty of blockchain for me. That's yes. the beauty of blockchain. Yes, correct. Do you, are you also integrating with AI or is it pure blockchain? The AI part of it is at the next stage, reviewing of documentation to see what documents uploaded and what it looks like. IP is another thing that, that we are starting to look at now. We have an expert, IP expert, Dr. Ace on the, on the team, who's done a lot of research on the IP side, you know, in Germany, and also, you know, works with WIPO, which is the World Intellectual Property Organization. So we have we have him on board. So we look, starting to look in on that front as well. And also, you know, just by onboarding, when you onboard people, using AI to recognize who's coming onto your platform and if they're the right people and, and, and authorizing the access to the data. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I see. I want to ask you something about like building this blockchain platform, creating a blockchain company. So as you might know, many of the people following this podcast or also reading the articles on the data scientist, there are people who want to create their own companies, there are people interested in entrepreneurship and Quite often, many of people, many people who want to start a new company in technology, they don't have technical skills themselves. So, how easy did you find it to set up this team, come up with with this idea, go from nothing to basically having a functioning product in the blockchain space? And is there any advice you could give to someone who really wants to get involved in, in this space? They really want to create a new company, but they just feel a bit lost. I think I'll give a philosophical answer. The answer to that is hard work and, and perseverance, basically, right? And as far as the, the, the space is concerned, the space is actually quite busy at the moment. And it's very difficult to find good developers, good team of developers to deliver a product. We were lucky, we, we partnered with IT Fusion, who are based out in, in, in Pakistan. And, and what they do is they're, they're a big sort of design firm and they have sort of different expertise that we required for our development of our, for our product. And we did that, we reached out to them. It wasn't my idea, I wasn't alone in this process. You know, Simon is the co-founder, he's one of the first co-founders of, of QuickTrist. We have Hassam, who's, you know, and Nick, who did all the, the all the designs and made it look what it looks like. And then, you know, there, there is me, and, and we have Dr. Oves, who's working on it as well. And then we have we have a great CTO in Moise. So, you know, the whole team came together and, you know, we've been working on it for the best part of eight, 10 months, you know, working hard, chipping away at it. And it, it's not been easy. It's been difficult. It's, there, there's been ups and downs. But this week is a special week for me and for all of us at Quick Trist 
because we launched our product today. It's, oh, congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. So we, we launched it today. We are going to into user testing phase, which is a small group of people, including lawyers, accountants, you know, RP users. Some of the incubators are, are using it as well, you know, so that is the first sort of litmus test of our product and, you know, you know, what we'll do and how it'll change the world. Okay, that's great to hear. Congratulations, guys. And let's also get a bit technical, right? So there are some people who are listening to this podcast and they want to create their own products. There are also some people who are listening to this podcast and actually have technical skills. So what technologies did you use to develop this platform? And like, what's your opinion on those technologies? Why did you use them? Okay, so we started looking at a couple of three. I mean, there are loads of platforms out there. You know, yeah. there's so many platforms, and, and you can choose whichever one you think is is you think is is the best. For us, we wanted it to be an enterprise solution. We wanted it to be secure, to be transactional speeds, to be you know the right speeds of of, of, of that according to the blockchain, and you know a secure environment for the users and and the data that's contained within it. So we looked at Ethereum blockchain, we looked at EOS, and then we looked at IBM's Hyperledger. And we started off looking at Ethereum and started building on Ethereum, and then and then we started looking at the transaction costs on Ethereum on the testers, and we were like, "They're not good. No, they're not yeah. good. I mean, I'm involved in NFTs as well, and it's bad right now. <laughs> it's because of it, DeFi, it, I think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. And imagine, imagine this when it was, you know, when we started, Ethereum was, you know, under thousand dollars. It was that dip that we, you know, we sort of like started developing the product. It was still like too high. It was like five, six dollars per transaction. And you think, well, if you're uploading a document on there yeah. or a file or a movie file, ah, oh, that's gonna kill the users. And and how, how do we yeah. how do we claw that cost back? Yes, we want to use blockchain technology, but how do you claw that back? And then we had we had EOS and we had some you know some, something discussions around EOS and then we, we settled on Hyperledger. One, because they were doing a lot of R and D. In, in blockchain space a year and a half ago, two years ago. They were partnering with lots of you know companies, organizations on logistics side of things, with universities and everything else. And we thought that was for us from a security point of view, from a transactional point of view, and from a speed point of view, that was the best fit for us. Now that may not be a good fit for AM at the project. They might say, you know, Cosmos is, is better or Binance Chain is better, or if you're crazy enough, you might say Ethereum is, you know, the best, you know, blockchain. Some people are building on Bitcoin's blockchain. You know, they have a little solution on Bitcoin blockchain and building on that. So it all depends on, you know, what product you're building, how you're building it and, you know, how you approach it. Yep, that makes sense. And I think one of the challenges now with the blockchain space is that there are many options out there. And it's not very easy to say, yeah, this is the best option for various reasons. One of which, in my opinion, being that it was still relatively early days in the blockchain space, like things are more mature, but we're not talking about, it's not like a technology that's been around for 30 years or something, right? So there are many, many moving parts. And imagine, let's say that you had started using Ethereum and then now the gas fees have exploded and you're basically trapped with this choice and you're like, oh, what can we do? It's one of the challenges that companies in this area have to, have to navigate. So I think that was pretty well said. It's it's very it's very interesting to hear about the experiences of of a company that's basically that's built on blockchain from the ground up. And talking about the company, I'm not, I'm not sure you, you search the URL. I mean, how can people learn more about you? Okay, so the company is called Quick Trust, and the how we have named it is K W I K T R U S T. 
So if you Google quicktrace.com, you should be able to see everything that we have on there. You can create an account on that. You can, you can sort of start using it and playing with it. At the moment, it's free because it's in testing phase for next couple of weeks. And then once we once we go through the next cycle, we'll start you know implementing paywalls and KYCs and AML and all, and all of that as and when we sort of like require it mm -hmm. forward. So that's Quicktrust K W I K T R U S T. Thanks. So that that's very interesting. If anyone is interested in Quicktrust, this blockchain solution for due diligence, make sure to to check out the URL. I'll also make sure for anyone who's listening to add this URL to the description of this episode, whether it's YouTube or it's my web page, so you can directly go there. And yeah, I think that was pretty much it for today. I don't know whether you have any final words, Yasir, before we finish this episode. Yeah, no, I would like to thank you for inviting me. And I was listening to your, some of your other podcasts and it was they were really informative podcasts. And I was quite intrigued. The, the one that you uploaded yesterday, I forget the name of the chat. And he was from oh, Data Authentic. Yosef Yakupura. That's it, that's it. Really, really, supply chain, yeah. Yeah, th that was really, really good good podcast, you know, and, and I got to learn a lot from it. And what sort of on that that caught my attention was the fact that the data authentication and how do you sort of prove that authentic data is authentic. Mm -hmm. Now, in a very small, tiny way, we are sort of playing a part in, in that piece because what happens is that when you when you have AIs, when you have oracles, they need to know that the data is authentic and anything that you log onto the blockchain, you need to make sure it's authentic. So yeah, what we yeah. are doing is we have a two-way authentication. Mm -hmm. So the person who uploads the, uploads the information onto Quickbus platform is certifying it that it's true information. Mm -hmm. And the person who is authenticating it or validating the information uh -huh. is also confirming that this information is true information. So within our Quicktrust ecosystem, the information contained mm. is validated. It's by two parties, you know, it's cross-checked. Yeah. So I think it's good technology, good use case. I was glad to listen to that, that and, and thought to myself, yeah, okay, so what we have built is not something that has no use case out there yeah. <laughs> that people will use and there is a need and requirement for it. So yeah, that'll be, I think, well done on that. And thank you for bringing that to us. Well, yeah, and thanks for sharing your thoughts and experiences with, with our audience. And good luck on the platform. So exciting days. So I hope that in one year from now, you've actually achieved your goal of becoming a blockchain millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, what I'll do is I'll mount this in my calendar for a year and then we'll yes, do exactly. podcast and, and then take it from there. Yeah, so the next podcast is going to be one year from now and it's going to be, you know, blockchain uh, from nothing to millions, basically something <laughs> like this. <laughs> yeah. No, if, if people use our product, if people are happy with it and if people give us feedback via yeah. channel there, we have a Telegram set up as well so people can post their questions and on there, if you go onto the website, there's a little Telegram thing. Yeah, feel free to get in touch with me or the team and then and we'll be more than happy to help you guys. Great. Thank you, Yasir. And thanks everyone. If you want to view or hear or see more content around data science and blockchain, make sure to visit the datascientist.com. So this was Stelios from The Data Scientist and I hope to see you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit thedatascientist.com for more content about data science, AI, and blockchain.